0: had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell
1: you. I had to fail, had to fall just for what I did well. Some I it's a final word. T20 World Cup Daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Suba Super, Super. Making your hard work pay off. Uh, the game that was played last night mm-hmm. uh, between Sri Lanka and New Zealand is the one we'll be dealing with today. Yep. We're in Collingwood. We're back in our... Uh, Let's call it our Collingwood Recording Studio. Behind us here is the Town Hall. If you're watching on YouTube, nice place to be. Uh, Jeff, to start. Tell us about the game in 30 seconds.
0: Right, New Zealand were cooked early, 3 for 15 and then in comes Glenn Phillips. A little bit of help from Daryl Mitchell. Phillips makes 100, Mitchell makes 22, nobody else makes more than 11 but somehow they get up to 167, which should be chaseable for Sri Lanka, except they're even worse. They're 4 for 8. Bolton and Saudi off the top, ripping through them. Uh, look, Roger Parks have made a few, Dustin Sharnika made a few, but they were um, pushing manure uphill and uh, got nowhere near it.
1: Bowled out for 102. Big net run rate boost for New Zealand. Happy days. That's about right. Look, i, I re- I reckon we're seeing Sri Lanka get to roughly where they probably should be in, mm. this, in this cycle. Like, I know there's been a lot said about their progression in the last 12 months. We've made a lot of it too. The World Cup last year, they probably overperformed. Yep. But and I know Jared Kimber's done a lot of work on this. They have fallen off a cliff in the T20 format since winning the World Cup in 2014. It's only been since we've seen Hassuranga playing in the IPL. He's not the only one, but he's been the big mm. one. And now they've got the Lanka Premier League, which is kind of playing catch up a little bit, given most other countries had a yep. high-profile T20 comp. Uh, which means that when they come up against New Zealand, who have uh, put together a very experienced lineup over over a couple of generations now, with really battle-hardened IPL players and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, um, you'd expect New Zealand to win. The fact that Sri Lanka won the Asia Cup was against the grain, right? Uh, and and the fact that they won't make the semi-finals is perfectly in keeping with the fact that they are a few years away from being serious competitors. Yeah, it
0: was an awesome performance in the Asia Cup, and maybe maybe that was that kind of overperformance, you know? But yeah, I mean the way we saw them perform a couple of times against Australia a few months to go as well was significant uh, you know Dustin Shanika yep. has a lot of magnetism a lot of charisma I think he, he, he makes that team feel like things are possible and he makes things possible some of the time but that can't sustain you all of the time so I said the other day that they're the new Pakistan um, it just in terms of complete variability like yeah. their best is incredible their worst is awful and, and it can be incredible you, you have a bowling attack like Hasaranga Tikshana yep. Dananjaya backing them up a spin attack like that can do wonders. And they started out wonderfully. I mean, yeah, Dunn and, and and, and are both the into stumps. the wickets yep. early, you know, pitching it on the stumps, bit of turn, beating the bats of the New Zealand Openers. So Conway and Finn Allen who absolutely annihilated Australia and yep. they were both out for one. You know, Kane Williamson nicking off. Uh, it's, they've got this ability, they've got this talent, but then they've also just got the ability to fall apart completely.
1: Yeah, and, and Conway was completely deceived, wasn't he? So he mm. looked completely at sea and... Both sides didn't start well, as you say, I think it was yep. 15 for three, and then it was four for eight. Four for eight on the other side four. of the equation. Eight, eight, eight runs, for four. four wickets. You know what i are saying. Yeah. We're, we're doing our best to, to balance out the fact that we're doing Australian radio, which is would be four for 15, and we're obviously doing this podcast in mm. a more conventional way of runs first, wickets second. Anyway, um, yeah, but it, it's that next tier. So let, let's use the Glenn mm. Phillips example, right? I was reading some Crickviz analysis last night, that, evidently he's not great against fast bowling. Well, okay. so. Sri Lanka completely misread that they, they bowled pace off to him and used mm. all the spinners against him mm. and when that's his best matchup is against yep. spin. So, but who are their quick bowlers that they have to turn to I mean obviously Chamira is not available through injury mm-hmm. at the moment they've had Kamara playing but you yep. know, they, 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 they lack that they lack that second serious quick option they're, mm. they're relying on guys who run their fingers down the seam they lost Binara Fernando uh, through injury a couple of nights ago as well yep. He provides a point of difference at 6 foot 7 the left armour so yes. yeah they're just they're kind of not, not quite the complete product so well the, yeah. other, the other
0: thing that they did is, is even though they did bowl pace off to him and, and he likes that sort of bowling is they dropped him twice you know once early he was on maybe 14 or 15 and once when he was in the 40s and he goes on to make 100 you look at that scorecard it is absolutely ridiculous it goes something yeah. like one one eight. 104, 22, 5, 11, 4, something like that. You're pretty close, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, you rarely see such a lopsided scorecard. So, Glenn Phillips makes 62.5% of the runs in the innings. Um, Daryl Mitchell, in their partnership, made uh, about a third of the runs. I think they put on 74 together and yeah, he, he made, made 22. That's right, yeah. And Glenn Phillips is out there while 147 runs are scored through <laughs> the middle of the cool. innings. But if they hold their catches, so it's not like he comes in and plays a peerless, flawless masterclass of an in innings, he gets lucky, he gets dropped twice, and if they'd hung on to him, then they could have bowled New Zealand out for under 100 and chased it.
1: Yeah, Phillips impressive player, especially I thought down the ground last night, the fact that he was mm. able to, yeah, they had long on and long off set quite straight, and he was still finding a way to pierce the gap. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do against high quality spin, and it is high quality spin, with Tick with the big bag of tricks he's got, I was yep. watching him really closely at Geelong, week before last, and... When he squeezes it out, it's at pace. Like he's mm. got that carron ball down to the finest of art. Yep. And then you've got and it ha- turns. Who like bowls. It, turns it does, it does. And Husserungo who bowls romans for days, and you know, well, the rarely, he really, really has really has the stumps out of out of contention. The one he bowled to, to
0: Daryl Mitchell was extraordinary. Yep. I mean, yep. it almost looked like Daryl Mitchell had played a leave. Like so far away was his bat from the line of the ball, it was nowhere near it. He ends up with the bat above his head. The ball's pitched outside off stump and hit leg stump, like. Absolutely at sea, nowhere near it. So, yeah, that is the kind of skill you're talking about. The thing I was really impressed about with Phillips was the way he went over and through the offside. So he moved around the crease a lot. He was sort of, you know, it was like uh, like shooting ducks at the, at the carnival. He was just back and forth. But when he'd make room, By moving to the leg side he'd open up the offside and go up and over cover or up and over point you know i mean it's it's a difficult you you see so many players when they're trying to hit hard they'd go leg side Yes, that's that's the default that's the default at low levels of cricket and even when you get towards the top particularly with, say, the lower order and that kind of thing, the instinct is heave to leg, heave to leg, even if it's miles outside off stump. If you've got players who can hit big over the offside, mm-hmm. that's such a comparative advantage, and that's what he was able to bring in. So that He's a
1: 360-degree trun- player.
0: Well, he was at least a, I don't know, 270-degree <laughs> player. He wasn't doing a lot to find leg or, or sure, third. Yeah. But he... It meant that Sri Lanka didn't know where to put the field to him because he could go either side. He could drag at leg, and he did on occasion, but he went over and through the offside a lot.
1: Yeah, that point you make there when you're up against lower order players who only have the leg side at mm. their disposal. You can set your field, you can you can manage it with four on the, four on the rope on, the, on sure. the leg side and just having one out like a deep, deep cover. Deep cover sweeper, yeah. Sweeping on the off, but yeah, as you say, he's got the ability to manufacture. Hitting against the spin to inside out, he's very good. Um New Zealand with the ball, Saudi gets mm. Nasanka, then Bolt gets Mendez. so they're two, you mm-hmm. call them the anchors, that, and that's being probably a bit unkind to Nasanka, who's quicker than that, but the two guys they can build around in, Asylanka yeah. and Rajapaksa to come, who are more forceful in the way they go mm-hmm. about it, Rajapaksa especially. Um, but yeah, they were they were in all sorts early. Um, I, I made, they both made maidens three too. Three for bugger
0: all for Bolt in his yeah. first spell, he uh, ends uh, up with...
1: Four for 13 off four yeah, overs. Wonderful analysis. A, I made the point a, with oh. Brett when we were on the, the show when you uh, weren't at Sydney last week that, and I said this to Tim Southee myself at the press conference, and I think a lot of people genuinely had thought he'd retired from T20 cricket. Yeah. Um, in fact, he's got more wickets in the format than anyone. He's tussling, it.
0: he's tussling with Shaqib because Shaqib um, caught him yeah. the other day when, when Bangladesh were playing, and, and I think Southee would have levelled again because he took, he only took one, but one for 12. One for 12 overs. from four And How Saudi, do you do that in a T20 international? Yeah, so
1: collectively, eight overs. They've taken five for 25. I mean, yeah. no matter what form of the game uh, yeah. you're, you're playing, that, that, that's a superb analysis going it. Yeah, just on three and over between the pair of them. So, yeah, you, that. I said it before, but all that experience in those mm-hmm. two bowlers, we're quick to write off New Zealand because they look a bit samey, but um, they're, they're, they're sticking with their formula and it's working for them. And I genuinely well, think they've got two They've also made
0: so many World Cup finals. <laughs> they've yeah. made, what, three out of the last four across formats. With plus, these guys. Plus who, winning the World Test Championship.
1: Who have been in this side yeah. consistently throughout. And then look at Sartner and Sodi they, they probably don't present as a, an intimidating spin duo, but mm-hmm. Sartner has now been running around for seven years and... Is ever so consistent with the white ball and he has variation too. Mm. And Sodi's fourth on the all time T20 international wicket taker list with about 80 odds. So, is he? yeah, so Ishodi you know, needn't be underrated. He's not going to be as Compelling is the, the the leg breakers who bowl these fabulous wrong and hit the stumps all the time. Although sure. he has got a good wrong and uh, we saw that with Maxwell. Uh, well, it was more a top spinner, but the one that does hold his mm. line. He Pretty has much more prodigious. Bowls is a top spinner. Well, I think he has got that prodigious leg spin as well. That, that's his. You know, that's something that Zampa doesn't really mm. do, right? So yeah, you combine the experience of Bolton uh the wicket taking ability of Sartner and Sodi mm. and, and suddenly and. And the net run rate, which I haven't even looked at yet, but it must be massive where they're up to now. Oh. They're, they're not going to be caught. Maybe we should segue to that, Jeff, because where the, we, we, we kind of went through the scenarios on mm-hmm. Friday after the rained out game at the G between Australia yeah. and England that we could end up in the situation, if New Zealand beat Sri Lanka, as they duly have, yes. where New Zealand, England and Australia all end up having effectively lost 1.5 games. Right. Because they've all lost they've half all a game. They've all had a washout. So if England do the business against New Zealand on Tuesday night Mm -hmm. at the Gabba, then all three sides will be level it'll all come down to net run rate in all probability now it'll come down to net run rate between Australia and England because New Zealand's net run rate is absolutely away no well, one's catching them
0: it, so weirdly it hasn't gone up it's plus it's It's three. It's plus 3.8 where they were plus 4.5 yesterday but oh right it's come
1: down because they didn't win quite so convincingly yeah, but, yeah. But,
0: but it's more entrenched because sure, that's now yeah. spread across two games yeah. which means that it will so if, for every extra game you play the less your net run rate is variable by of the course. result of the following games yeah so, so so
1: if you think of it this way, Australia now when they play Ireland it's still huge and they've entrenched a huge one. Well Australia needs to create a situation where they they have to they have to eat up so much net run rate against Ireland yeah. and probably You're against Afghanistan fun, as well. Yeah. But they can't afford to like they can't afford just to win those games. No. And in a way there will be a clarity of purpose there for Australia. Sure. They'll they'll have seen last night's result and New Zealand bowling yeah. out aside again having that net run rate consolidated yeah. as you point out. Yeah. Um that they'll need to bowl first yeah. and knock over Ireland in you know, you know, fifteen overs, overs or whatever 15 it is, overs and, and they'll need to make the runs in nine. You know, yeah. it'll be that kind yeah. of. We'll be watching the game, but there'll yeah. be the, the meta narrative, if, or, if you like. Or in they'll the group. need
0: to make two hundred and forty and bowl them out for hundred and two.
1: Yeah, like, and and we'll. But we we'll, I guess the point is that we will all know that Australia will know that going into it. Yeah. Then it's an absolute blockbuster on Tuesday because mm. if New Zealand win, well England are gone. Yeah. And their net run rate won't be a factor for Australia anyway. All they mm-hmm. need to do from that point is is win their remaining yeah. two group games.
0: And England will have Sri Lanka, and Sri Lanka will be smarting after this result. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's humiliating to end up 4-for-8, you know, to collapse in that sort of fashion. So it, they might bounce back. You know, we, we don't know because we've seen... I mean, the way Sri Lanka came at Australia in Perth the other night was compelling. Yeah. It, was, it was brilliant cricket uh, right up until the point that Marcus Stoinis just became unstoppable. So they've got that ability. You know, they could take down a side like England if they get things right on their day. And it's not like we've seen a very convincing England side True. as yet.
1: Yeah, at least England will know what they need to do by that stage yeah. of, the, of the competition, because that'll be after uh, the New Zealand game and after Australia have played Ireland and, and Afghanistan. So it it's it really, yes, uh, yeah. the focus of attention will be there on the final day of Group One. Uh, Jeff, let's move on to the final word. Hall of Fame, thanks to c Super making your hard work pay off. Uh, they have been fabulous supporters of our show over a number of years. They have been great supporters of their members going all the way back to 1984. Uh, it's, uh, it's by members for members and mm-hmm. all the rest of it. Uh, they, they don't. That's right,
0: no shareholders. Who want your money? They just, they're just <laughs> Cbus just want you to have as much of your money as you can have. And their that's returns
1: all. reflect that 8.8% on average across the 38 years they've been in operation, uh, which is you know quite quite the figure when you think about you know your your retirement savings and, and that return on your investment as you're putting it in week to week. That's a that's a big boost, and of course. Past performance is no reliable indicator of future performance. So goes the, the rider, but mm. um, that's a that's a big sample size.
0: That is. Uh, so the whole of and fame. get your super
1: sorted. Of that, by the way, super yeah. com It couldn't be easier. Jump on the website. Um, expression of interest that you want to get your super sorted, mm-hmm. and they'll do it for you. Uh, they're incredibly useful uh, in that sense. Like They've got teams of people who can go through all of your old statements and the shambles that is probably your life like it was mine and almost certainly is yours, and they'll sort that all out yep. for you. Tell them we sent you, seebysuper.com.au.
0: The Hall of Fame, I think there's only one entry, one viable entry, and and that is the fact that in the last over, Glenn Phillips decided that he didn't want to be run out at the non-striker's end, but he did want to belt through if Mitchell Santner missed the ball and there was a bye to be taken or something like that, so he got down in the blocks like an Olympic sprinter. What are your legs? Laid his bat behind... Steel Steel Springs. What What are are they they going to do? Do?
1: They're going to hurl me down the track. Shh.
0: Well, he ended up a little better than old mate at the end Markley. of um, Peter Weir's Gallipoli. But, you know, he had the bat lying behind him in the crease, and he was waiting until he saw the bowler next to him, and then he took off out of the block. Like a leopard! In, in the end, um, to hit that ball for four, so but by the time it had reached the boundary, Phillips was down the other end. Now, I don't know if that's faster than, say, walking in with the bowler, because, as you would know, if you've operated an automobile at some point, you know if you're coming up to a red light and you're rolling in at 5 k's an hour, you're going to take off a lot faster than the stationary car next to you. I think this does is the future. No,
1: no, I, I genuinely think... Well, look, if, if um, a couple of things here, right? First of all, he is safeguarding against being run out at the non-strikers end. So, sure, massive fine. tick. Massive yep. tick. I mean, this is going to have to be the way... I appreciate that Coley does it really well, too. He gets down quite low. But getting down in a sprinter's crouch, that actually makes a lot of sense. We've kind of joked about it before, but mm-hmm. if you can... Get used to it. Condition to get them yep. down low. I know it's a lot of batting equipment and protective equipment on you, but if you can find a way of being comfortable and low and explode out the minute the ball's released when you need to get every possible advantage in a, in a short-form game of cricket, yeah. uh, more of it, I say, someone will Someone will uh, take it further, I'm sure, and, uh, and and maybe they'll set up a set of um, blocks down well, there. I they'll, saw they'll, some... they'll, 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 they'll be digging in, uh, as they used to do before they had blocks. They dig in to, to, to take off, and that'll be down the non-strikers end, getting the holes there. I
0: saw some clips from the first first season of the IPL maybe, of Shane Warne at the non-striker's end jogging in with the bowler, like <laughs> jogging next. So I think if, you, if you're if you starting far enough back and you're still in your ground by the time the ball's delivered and you're moving, I think you'll be going faster as you start than if you're... But the risk off. there
1: is that you can't stop your momentum potentially. Right? Yeah. I would have thought that if you're jogging in and the bowler, within their rights to do so, holds the ball aloft and, and takes the bails, then you yeah. have a chance of... Being overbalanced, right?
0: Well, you've just got to be enough behind them, you're like a foot behind them or whatever it is, so that you know that they've bowled, but you're already on the move. Um, So it'd be interesting if somebody wants to do the analysis of the (laughs) potential speed. Uh, variation between the moving start and the Glenn Phillips block start. Great, but what we mo- liked most of all was Glenn Phillips' commitment to respecting not leaving his crease early. Not
1: like Colin Ackerman, <laughs> not like, uh, who was it the other night? Was, uh, uh, Mohamed uh, Wasim uh, Jr. Mohamed
0: Wasim Jr. who you know, had the six-yard head start. Yeah, I
1: think Glenn Phillips is very, very quickly becoming a final word favourite as yeah. well. he just he's got that energy about him. The way he is in the field, we saw last week against Australia. So more power to him. Uh, Jeff, there are three games today, triple header. Uh, it's a big one between yeah. him. Zimbabwe and Bangladesh. If Zimbabwe win there, as we said the other night, they've got a really good chance of making the semi-finals. Uh, we have the Netherlands taking on Pakistan. Neither side have won a game in the Super 12s as yet. And then another huge game in Group Two between India and South Africa. It's a bigger game for South mm-hmm.
0: Africa.
1: Yep. Um, if it, in, you know, India will, will obviously want to win it, but they yet to lose a game, and they're in a really yep. good place to qualify regardless. South Africa, on the other hand, they lost half a game against Zimbabwe, and uh-huh. who knows what the weather will do this week. Yep. So over in Perth, that will be huge. Well,
0: the forecast in Adelaide's pretty ropey as well. Yeah, I will tell you yeah. that.
1: So and It's following us. A beautiful yeah. day for cricket in Melbourne today, Lovely though. day. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so
0: we're doing three shows today. This is the daily show for yesterday. Yep. <laughs> then we'll do the first two games that'll, at a civilised time. That'll be then, you and me, yeah. And then we'll do the late game that finishes at 2am our time. And, and that'll then. be Jeff and Barat when I sleep. I'm flying thing.
1: at 6 in the morning tomorrow to Brisbane, and yep. so on it goes. Uh, this has been the final word daily. Day Four-ten. 14. And we'll do it all again two more times today all thanks to cbus cbussuper.com.au making your hard work pay off
0: I ain't breezing and
1: I ain't I ain't protected brother I ain't fencing if my future questions my current senses that'll be the same we've been doing for centuries sorry if I ran out to empty both this so
0: you know what I meant yeah. I had to go about it right it out